Share the Influence podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. You guys know I love a good come up entrepreneur story. And one of the coolest things about our next guest is that they both have just grown and scaled as entrepreneurs, but they've done it all by being true to their community, which I think is such a rarity nowadays because we all talk about what it's like to build this community and how we all want a community. But I think that what they've done with their brand is that they've built the community and they're truly honoring it with everything that they do. I'm so excited to announce Miss Katie and Ryan Dunlop. They are the founders of Love Sweat Fitness, which is a brand that has been designed to help women feel good, faster, and never alone in their health and wellness journey. After losing 45 pounds, Katie transformed her life. She was inspired to create the supportive community and game-changing products that she wished she always had. Her husband, Ryan, co-founded LSF with Katie after 10 years in the CPG space. He basically oversaw marketing and sales for brands such as Pepsi and Evian. Together, they have built a seven-figure business and they are dedicated to supporting women across the world. I can't say better things about these two. In fact, I've known Katie for guy probably like the last like four or five years. Um, In fact, she used to attend some of the events, some client events, and she's just been such a rock star and someone that just has this soul and this light. And then I actually met her husband, I believe at another event, and he just has the same energy and you'll hear it in the interview. They just work so well together. And especially being married and having their first son, Luke, and also like building this business together. It's just such an incredible feat and so inspiring that I'm just excited to have them on the show. So without further ado, let's welcome Katie and Ryan to the show. Katie and Ryan, welcome to the show. It's been such a long time coming. I've known you guys for the last couple of years, I think. Oh my gosh, maybe even more than that. And I'm just so excited to dive into your guys' story and your journey. Thanks for having us. Oh my gosh, of course. Okay, so let's, let's get right into it. You guys have built this insane health and wellness and fitness driven community. Love Sweat Fitness has been around for God, as long as I feel like I even started (laughs) following influencers on Instagram. Katie, I met you through, you know, local influencer events and things like that. But let's go back to the beginning. How did this all come about? How did you start? Where did your fitness journey begin? Yeah, so my fitness journey really began after college. I found myself like many women do just in a new phase of life, trying to evaluate what I was doing with myself and really reflecting on my health. And I was at the unhealthiest point I'd ever been physically, Mm -hmm. mentally, truly like every aspect you could imagine and 45 pounds overweight. And I really had kind of hit my rock bottom where I realized that this wasn't 
like beneficial for me. I did not feel good and I needed to make change. So I started making small changes. I lost 45 pounds, fell in love with that process and just the whole community in the health and wellness world and became a certified personal trainer, sports nutritionist and started teaching classes locally. And that really blossomed into what's now Love Sweat Fitness. I wanted to have a place to connect with those women outside of the classroom to be able to share tips and advice. And so my Instagram account was born in 2014. And it truly was just that to connect with those women that I knew personally. But it started growing and expanding and saw so much opportunity to connect with more women who were going through similar struggles that I had gone through. And it was the most unexpected, beautiful thing. But that's really what launched everything and brought us to where we are now. That is incredible. I mean, first off, the fact that you were able to lose 45 pounds, but then also (laughs) so many women were able to connect to your story. What was that like, like back then? Because obviously now I feel like we're in this phase where influencing and social media has become such like household terminology. And it's so second nature to understand that. But I, I, back in like the OG days, that was a new concept to be talking to people over Instagram. So what right. was that like? It was wild, to be honest. Like at the time, I think even for myself, I was like so confused by it because I like, I knew you could connect with friends, right? But these strangers would reach out and ask me questions. And it was so early on that although it was like kind of uncharted territory, I really saw that potential and realized that there was, and Ryan saw so much of that too, that like there was an opportunity there to really help more women. Because I knew that if I not only had those feelings and struggles that I'd had for so long, mm-hmm. but the fact that I was able to get through that and really create change, like mentally and physically, I knew there was other women that were struggling with that. And I knew that what I'd gone through could hopefully, at least in some small way, impact their health and fitness journey and be able to help them. So being able to start sharing those things and seeing how much it resonated with other women around the world, like was mind blowing at the time. But it's really, it's really been incredible. And we really saw it as, I think another part of a cycle that's happened a lot on the internet, right? Is like people finding ways to, create community and to connect with other people, not IRL, going back to chat rooms, right? Or instant messenger, we, we all did it or a lot of us did. And so I think like we saw what was happening on Instagram in a similar way. And then in YouTube as an extension of that and just said, hey, this is going to be a great place to you know, share Katie's story and uh, allow people to feel more comfortable in going through a similar experience. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest things is like, for me, it was so isolating. I had friends, but that journey, that like internal work and the physical work I was doing really made me feel isolated. So to be able to have a community to connect with and help other women not have to go through that same experience alone was, it was amazing and like a really big growth for me too. Yeah, absolutely. So Ryan, you, can we, we can actually hear your guys' story. I want to hear the story of how you guys met, how you came together, because you guys did this together. You launched this brand together. And I want to get to the question of when was that jump off moment for both of you of like, this is a business, but I want to hear how you guys met. I've never (laughs) heard this story and I'm sure we would love it. I mean, I feel like our whole life and business came together online. So (laughs) uh, we, we met online on a, on a dating site. Wow. Okay. You know, old school. Old date, like on, on, a, on a website. Apps. Yeah. Like they didn't have an app. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> now pre-app makes us old. 
Um, so, so yeah, we, we met online and I was actually moving to San Diego for, uh, for work at the time. So I expanded my, I was living in Orange County and I expanded my kind of range, if you will, of where I was looking to meet people and came across Katie's profile. Um, it was weird, you know, you, you only got three matches per day back then. So I literally, I, she didn't have a lot in her profile at the time. She hadn't finished filling it out, but for some reason I just was, you know, kind of drawn to it. I don't, you didn't even have a photo. Really at the charming time. and writing. Yes. <laughs> and so anyways, we connected and then six months later we were engaged. And six months after that, we were married and you know, wow. we really we were yeah. I never thought we were crazy and we were, but obviously it worked out. <laughs> we're still here. Right. We just had our 12-year wedding anniversary. Yeah, last week. Oh my God, congrats, you two. And I know you, yeah. you've just had your first son, Luke. Yeah. And we're going to get to Luke. We're going to talk about baby <laughs> dynamics in business in a second. But let's go back to, which first off, that's so awesome. I mean, what an incredible story. And the fact that you guys have just been able to click and mesh. And it sounds like you've really kind of allowed your lives to kind of grow together through whatever journey, you know, you've mm-hmm. got, decided to go about, whether it's business, whether it's, you know, having children, but I want to go back to that moment. So Ryan, when you're working with Katie, when you're seeing this community start to grow, when was the moment for both of you of, Hey, we're going to double down and this is now going to become our brand. And we're going, you know, like, we're going to do this together. Like, how did that, what did that look like? How did that conversation go? What was that point like? I was working in the CPG space for 10 plus years. Um, Katie was doing other things besides this. And we both did this on the side and on weekends. And we did that for a long time, which I, which I really thought was you know the right way to do it. And a lot of people say just like, go 100%, jump off the cliff. You, you, know, you have to do it that way. We look at that a lot differently. I mean, we, we really believe in the uh, make it your hobby and make it a hobby you can fall in love with at nights and at weekends because... I think that's the real test. Like if you're if you're willing to put in that time on top of your other job, it really speaks to the viability of what you're trying to do. So we did that for a few years, a couple of years or a year and a half of it was we didn't sell any products. You know, we just focused on um, the community that was building around Katie and the people that resonated with her story. How can we add value to them? How can we make this a more you know a comfortable experience and something they enjoyed? And then from there, the community led the way on where we could build products and where we couldn't. They asked for, you know, certain things. They wanted to know, you know, how Katie would eat or what workouts she's doing and not just in person. And that led us to start to build the products, right? We started with eBooks and then we um, expanded that into our mobile app with all of our workouts. And eventually we got to a point where, you know, we started looking at the, you know, the revenue coming in from the business. And we said, hey, this is, this is better than my job and then your job. Why are we doing both? Let's yeah. just do one. Let's put all of our attention here. Let's give it everything we have. And at that point, you know, we were able to make that change. And I was able to leave, you know, my career of 10 plus years. And Katie was able to leave hers of, you know, a few years at that time. And it all kind of came together at, at that point. That is so incredible. So as a couple, I'm sure there's so many dynamics. I mean, yeah. there's there's already a lot of dynamics working whether you're a solopreneur or you have a partner. But working as a couple, I can see that being very interesting. So what is that dynamic like? And what was it like in the beginning? For us, the good news is we have like very different skill sets. Um, Ryan, you know, again, coming from like his background, CPG and more like business marketing, like he brings so much of that strategic business development marketing to the table. 
I bring my expertise in health and fitness and just like loving the women in our community and trying to figure out how to like give them everything. So for both of us being able to bring those two things together, I think has been great because they're very complimentary and we don't have things that we like will butt heads on in that way. In the beginning, I'll say neither of us knew what we were doing because like you said, social media, all these things, they weren't, you know, around very long. And I hadn't like ever filmed videos of myself. Ryan had never used a camera to film. So we were trying to figure out all those things from the beginning and just bootstrap everything. So there obviously has a lot of inherent challenges with that, just like navigating a whole new world of technology and us both trying to just figure out how this is going to work like logistically together. And also, you know, like we said, nights and weekends, we're both tired too. So you're trying to figure it all out in that spare time. And I think it's really cool because we both have such respect for each other and what we do that we are able to work really well together. That's not to say we don't have challenges and struggles. I always compare Ryan to like, a football or basketball coach. Like he is the most honest, real person with me and is kind of that mirror that I need. And Mm -hmm. that's hard sometimes when it's your husband. Sure. Because it's your husband, but it's also like, he is the best coach. And like, he, he knows exactly what I need to like, help me like shift and grow. And so that's at least from my perspective, how much I appreciate it because it's not always easy. There are those hard moments for sure, but it's worth it. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Anything to add there? (laughs) I I think the hardest part about working together initially was not even running and developing the business. It was actually uh, because we were so focused on Instagram initially. It's where we built the the community. It was learning how to be a model and learning how to be a photographer for the first time Um, because we did everything ourselves, you know? And so uh, that was a super big challenge. Like not, not just like the tech aspect or like the posing aspect, but it was more, you know, how do we work together to get uh, actually like good results? Yeah, Um, totally. Not to mention all the insecurities that I had within me still, even though I'd like overcome so much, like there's those like feelings that you have. So now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, now I have to pose for photos. Like this is weird and feels super uncomfortable and I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) But I think like, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's an amazing, it's actually an amazing experience because you get to go through it with this person you love. And so any struggles that we have or any hardships, like we understand each other, we understand them. It's not like somebody that goes to work and comes home and, you know, they're really upset about something that happened at work, but their partner can't understand it. Um, we get to share that, which I think is actually a good thing for us. But yeah, you know, people always ask like, do you, do you guys like turn it off on the weekends? Like, is there like turn off time? Yeah. But in our situation, when you've grown this brand and this community, like, Luke is our first like real baby, but like, this is like our baby. Right. And so, you know, you don't turn it off. That's, that's nothing that we would ever want to do. So no, you know, it's 24 seven for us, but I don't think either one of us would have it any other way. And when you get to do that with your partner, that's, it's actually a great experience. If you can make it work, not everyone can, but if you can, (laughs) it's really special. I, and I love that because I think I think there's a very special dynamic to you two where it is something where you're like, we wouldn't have it any other way. Like you, again, you guys have this very connected energy where it seems like these things kind of fall into place and they really click. And maybe that's personality types. Maybe you guys have really had to work through that. But I wanted to hear if there were any tips for maybe couples where they're like, 
hey, we want to start a business together or they found themselves working in a business together. I mean, even family, people that are in family-related businesses, like what are some tips to keep like the relationship solid and also know, you know, stay on the same vision for the business? A couple things come to mind for me. One was just keeping the relationship solid. Although we never turn it off, we still are really intentional about making time for each other and date nights and like, and that's just relationship advice anyway. Like we've been married 12 years. We go on dates every week. Like for us, that's something that's really, really important. That's not to say business doesn't come up on those dates because it just is our life, but we still make that time for just fun things together to keep our personal relationship really strong and solid. On the business side of things, I think, you know, same. It's, It's about communicating. It's about being really clear, honest about, where your faults are, your struggles are, not trying to just feel like you have to do it all by yourself or prove anything. I think being able to have those open, candid conversations with each other is crucial because otherwise you'll find yourself kind of spinning your wheels and stuck or coming up to those situations where there's conflict because you haven't been able to like fully express yourself. Yeah, and two things for me. I mean, Katie mentioned it, but I think complementary skill sets is if you're going to work together as yeah. a as a you know husband and wife, I think that's honestly, the best way to do it. I can't imagine if we did the same thing, uh, there'd be a lot of, you know, potentially tension there. So I think if you have different skill sets, that's great. And then uh, I think coming to an understanding through the communication that Katie mentioned that it is a business, right? And, you know, I think we try do our best to say, yes, we are in a relationship, we love each other, but we have to treat this as if we're at work, because it's really easy to get super comfortable to let things slide to do whatever. But you know, we have to be fair and honest with each other for our brand, for our team, for our community to, you know, be serious about it all the time. Right. And um, that takes a lot of work. Like we, you really have to work on that because it's not a given. And when you love someone, it's easy to kind of view it a different way. But we have to say, Hey, if we were in an office, if we were just working for another company, how would this go? Would this be okay? Would this not be okay? Um, And that takes, that takes time and, and a lot of communication. Absolutely. I mean, and just a lot of growth. Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good, you won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right. We put good old-fashioned broad-spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. Get Super and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect. All the benefits without getting quote unquote high, as all of our products are non-psychoactive. Get Super has been featured in Forbes US Today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I've walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% off by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. 
I want to talk about the growth of Love Sweat Fitness because you guys could have kept this just a community. You could have easily stayed a personal brand. You could have easily done brand deals. You guys chose not to. And Ryan, given your background in CPG, you decided, okay, now let's start going down the lane of building a team and building out a product line, which is massive. Yeah. So talk me through that. I know you said your community was something that you guys really had your ear to the ground. You were really listening to what they wanted. But I want to talk about the supplements. I want to talk about the protein and all the things that you guys decided to do. When did that come into play? We started with ebooks with the meal plans. So that was really the first thing that we heard the community asking for way back when. So I believe it was like 2017, 17, 18, yeah. Um, that we did our ebook meal plans and that first started. And you know, I think for me it was really about like, yes, we could have just stayed a community and stayed doing the brand partners like partnerships, like you mentioned, but to me, that didn't benefit my community enough, right? Like me just telling them about other products, like helpful for sure. But I wanted to be able to provide them with more. And when they're asking me explicitly for things from myself, I felt like there wasn't, there wasn't an option. That wasn't a question. Like we had to be the ones to do that for them. And so that's really what kickstarted everything that led to now the nutrition supplement line too. Yes. And then LSF Nutrition was born in uh, 2021. And it was a long process. I mean, it, you know, creating a product takes a very, very long time. Um, <laughs> and so it was, you know, a year plus in the making. But the the story of the line, right? So where LSF Nutrition came from is a cool story. Katie was doing YouTube videos for years. And the most popular YouTube videos we've done have been uh, her routine videos. And so every morning routine video for years, Katie would blend together a ton of adaptogens and superfoods and she'd have this little jar and she'd always <laughs> scoop it into her coffee and there would just be tons of comments like what's in the jar what's in the jar what's in the jar and eventually she was like oh this is like a blend that i put together and those comments are what birthed our you know kind of star product our our main uh, you know bestseller miscongeniality which is the mood boost because Katie was my favorite, that, hands down. Thank you. <laughs> Incredible. Dang. Incredible. Thank you. And it, but it was a homemade blend that you know people really were interested in. They wanted to make it for themselves. And the problem was the list of ingredients was pretty long. And to go buy all those at Whole Foods was actually really expensive. So I'm glad we made it because it ended up saving <laughs> us a lot of money. It tasted terrible <laughs> making it at home, but like tasted terrible the way I'd like concocted because it's yeah. like earthy adaptogen. So girls yeah. like, What's the recipe? I'm like, I mean, like, it's not worth me telling you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we really birthed it out of that. You know, that product was the one where we said, we got to make this. Yeah. And then from there, you know, I think we really just talked to a lot of our community members. We, you know, got their feedback. We heard what they struggled with. And that's when you look at the line, it's really built actually for what we call day parts, right? So it's built for every piece of your day. And we want, our goal with it was, how do we make the women of our community's lives easier throughout the entire day from start to finish? No exceptions. And so, you know, it's miscongeniality is first thing in the morning. From there, you know, you need a little bit of energy. You need an immunity boost, right? That's wing woman. That's pep rally. Midday, you want some protein. We've got the plant protein. Uh, you're looking to take care of your skin as you go into the evening. Maybe it's gotten a little uh, worse for the wear during the day. Natural beauty is great for that. And then in the evening, right, slumber party or sleep boost, I literally, you know, took it last night and it's like, it just puts puts you right to sleep and it's so great. But 
we just thought of it that way as like, can we come up with, with great products that are clean, that are unique blends that Katie and our team has developed um, to really help every part of your day and something you can trust um, that is specifically di- designed for women. Men can take it too, yes, but you know these are all made with women's needs in mind and, and that's our focus. So incredibly powerful and not, I mean, this is also something too, I really want to echo to our audience. Like this wasn't just like a small product line coming from, you know, an influencer. You guys have really cultivated a brand so much so that you guys are in fact a seven figure business. How has that been with that scale and that growth? Because again, like now you're, you're playing in the product category space. You're playing in the supplement space, which is, there's a lot of competitors out there. There's a lot in the fitness game. I mean, you both know this. How has that been to look at your business in the form of, okay, now we're not just, you know, this isn't, again, just the side hustle is the full-time job. We have a team, we're growing, we're scaling. Like, tell me what that looks like. Yeah, coming from CPG, I, I know the challenges. I mean, I came from some of the biggest players in the space. So I know the the relationship to the smaller players and how challenging that can be. So it, it was a, there was a lot of thought that went into if we wanted to make this step. I think luckily for us, you know, we have a great team by our side. You know, we have, you know, amazing uh, creative partner, Lifeswift Fitness, uh, Erica, who does a wonderful job with all of our packaging and branding. I think it really makes the brand stand out. And then we have tons of other great people on the team to support as well. And then additionally, you know, we're fortunate. We have our community who trusts Katie and trusts what we do, that we're doing it for them. Um, I, we look at our, you know, post-purchase survey all the time and say, where is you know, where do most of our purchases come from? They come from our YouTube community, from our Instagram community. And those people that, you know, connect with what Katie's saying, they see the videos and they really resonate, you know, and they want to improve their personal health and wellness. And I think that's a great place for us to be in. You know, we really rely on uh, organic community to be a part of this brand and love it and grow it with us. So I think from that angle, like that's what gave us the confidence to say, yes, we can get into this. Now, there was a lot of, you know, logistical operational challenges. I mean, yeah, we've built a line that has, um, you know, now going on into 2024, we'll be releasing some some new products. We'll uh, get up into, you know, 10 SKUs just on the nutrition line. But we wow. also run uh, a mobile app, you know, Move is our workout app. We run, you know, free fitness challenges quarterly. So there's a lot of stuff happening in the business. But I think it's just become something that we love so much. Our community loves that, we give our all to it. But yeah, we have to have great partners, great logistical backend partner for our warehouse, you know, great finance partner to, you know, make sure that we're, you know, doing the right things. I think it takes all of those things, but they come together slowly. You know, I mean, it hasn't been all at once. Like we've gone through a lot. And I think, you know, that's entrepreneurship, right? It is truly, uh, you, you have to move through those challenges every time you have to take them in. They're, easy to make you want to say like, you know what, it's not worth it. Like these companies are too big. They're too, too strong. Like how do we compete with that? But I think for us, you know, we've just focused on uh, our community the entire time and, and that's what's allowed us to get here. So I think that that really speaks to, to what drives our business. Absolutely. As you're doing all this, my brain goes to who are you guys looking to? You know, is there any brand or, you know, any personal brand or public figure or someone that you guys were kind of looking at and saying, this is where we want to go. Obviously, again, you sound like you're so in touch with your community, which is so impressive because I think that so many brands 
deeply desire that. And then when it comes, it almost becomes like this beast of burden to try to keep up with. Mm -hmm. So was there anyone that was kind of like this influence to you or any brand that you guys were looking at while you're building all this saying like, this is, you know, this is who, who ideally we want to kind of create our brand based off of? You know, it's so, I don't know if you want to answer. I was just saying, like, we're probably going to answer this in a controversial way, but I'll let you go ahead. That's okay. Yeah, go for I it. Know, I mean, for me, I think that, and I think Ryan would agree, like, we've very much just been, like, racehorse, heads down, like, focus on our community. And I think part of that is because there's not really, like, a lot of other people out there that do what we do. We do a right. lot of different things, like Ryan mentioned. Like, it's not like we're just a supplement company or we're just a fitness app company. We have all of these different parts and like pillars of our business that we focus on. So it's hard to look at anyone else and be like, oh, like there's our, there's our golden beacon that we should look to. So for us, I think it's like constantly just looking to our community for that inspiration and trying to just improve and grow in the areas that we feel like are going to benefit them the most. And I don't know, like I just... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I know we're. I know that it's like it's a little maybe weird, but I, I wouldn't say that we have people that we've really looked up to. We get inspiration from the comments on our videos and yeah. our posts, from the DMs, from you know email that we send out, SMS that we send out to our community. That's where we find all of our inspiration. I mean, our team is constantly like, "Hey, check out this message we just got. Like, let's look at this feedback survey." That's what drives us and. We definitely have other brands out there that we've seen be in a similar space. And I think, Whitney, what you said uh, really resonates because we have seen that scale with a community and then the forgetting of that community. We've we've seen it play out so clearly. And um, I think, if anything, we've had more cautionary tales than we've had inspiration from the outside because you're right. It's really easy when you get to scale to start saying, we know best, right? Like we can, we can decide what this needs to be. And I think that's, it's a, it's a misstep, right? It's a trap. And yeah. um, so we've, we've done our, everything we can to avoid that. We've even had times where we've slipped a little bit. And I think like this year actually was a year for us where we said, let's get back to basics, right? Like, because with, with scale, you start to do more things, right? You start to branch out, right. you start to develop the business in new ways. And that's exciting. But for us, we had to get back to like, we literally sat down and looked at our free challenges and said, how do we make these better? How do we make this free content moment for our community four times a year better? And in doing that, I actually think it's improved the business. Um, right. Even though it wasn't so much like a revenue driving function directly, I think it does you know, really allow us to be the brand we want to be. And we can lose that at times. I think the true test of a great brand is who can realize and be self-aware to what's happening around them make adjustments versus keep plowing ahead for scale sake. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just to add, like our our community is, they're like literally the only reason why we're here. And I think for us, like we never set out to create a brand or a business, right? That wasn't ever our intention. Like, hey, I have a great idea for a product and I'm going to create this product, which th- that's an amazing way to go about it. But that's just not our story. And so I think for us, like there wasn't ever, yeah, any outside place to really look for inspiration because it wasn't a a business first thing. It was community first and has always been. So I think that that's where we try to keep ourselves really just like deep in the community so that we stay listening to what they want and make adjustments based on their feedback and everything else that they're looking for with the brand. Which I feel like is so smart because I feel like if you listen to any CPG brand, 
any direct-to-consumer brand right now, especially ones that are, you know, consumer packaged goods. Everyone is just like drooling over these brands that have built this community. And that's been like this like trend for like, I would say, I don't know, the last like five, 10 years. It's like, how do you build up, a you know, this massive community so that you have these loyal audience members, you have these loyal con- like consumers that are, are just like, anytime you drop something, they're there. Mm-hmm. I do feel like though, we've seen the kind of rise and fall of a lot of D2C brands where it's like, they kind of spin it up and it's like almost too much or they try to go after it and then they end up going, it, it, it just kind of gets lost in translation. And I feel like the community sees that and feels that so like they are impacted by it. Yeah. So then they kind of lose that loyalty and that love for that brand. And it becomes less, you know, intimate, which again, I feel like what you guys are doing is like, you're keeping those ties, you're keeping those relationships, you're nourishing them by like, what just what you said, like going back, going back to basics, making sure that the product is always constantly being, you know, revitalized and developed to be the best that it can be. So I just, I feel like you guys are just have such an awesome approach to this. I'll, I'll give you two brands though, outside of our space that we do really love what they do. Yeah. Um, and from a marketing like brain perspective, I think Frank Body does a great job. Like I love what they do from mm-hmm. a messaging standpoint, from branding, they're so consistent, they're so fun. And similarly, Bloom Skincare, I think they do a great job too. Like they are awesome. We really, we really are inspired by how both of them kind of master their brands. And so I think both of those are fun and inspirational for us, but yeah, just in a different space. Yeah, absolutely. So as you guys kind of are walking through this change in environment, I mean, I feel like social media is changing every day and it's getting faster and faster and faster. Like, how are you guys evaluating where Love Sweat Fitness should live? Like, you know, when things like Lemonade come out, and you know, there's threads now, and there's all these new drops of social media. How are you looking at the brand and saying like, okay, where are we going to live for our community? Because I feel like, again, you guys are so community driven that again, I've seen a lot of brands where it's like, everyone will jump on something. They'll think it's the new best thing. And then it falls off or they're not able to keep up or X, Y, and Z. So how do you guys approach that? Yeah. I mean, I think for us, it's important to be in the space. Whenever there's a new space, we want to be a part of it because you don't know, like you don't know where for social media and where the audience is going to go next, right? Or where you might be able to grow and build a new community or bring that community into the fold. So I think it's important to always like dabble. But I think the biggest thing for us is making sure that a core, which is like those YouTube and Instagram where our community truly is vivid and active. If you go on Instagram and search the hashtag Team LSF, you're going to see hundreds and hundreds of girls posting every day and connecting. And that's a rare thing. There's not a lot of places or communities where you can go on and actually connect over a hashtag and really meet new people. And so for us, like it's where it's born and that's where it's blossomed. And those two are crucial for us to make sure that like our attention is fully there and, and Facebook is in that mix too. But I think that like, it is important to, for us to be able to continue to grow the brand and be able to bring new women into the community by being on other platforms as well. Yeah. I think we're focused on platforms that value and provide discoverability more than anything. So that's why YouTube has always been our biggest channel. We're, you know, we're on this like charge to a million subscribers uh, on YouTube, which we're really excited about. I think we'll get there next year. Um, Mm -hmm. But we love YouTube because of the discoverability, right? A video that was great a year ago could pop back up in today 
five years from now, like really the discoverability is there on YouTube. Similarly, I think TikTok is, you know, look, it's come into the Google search. There is still a lot of discoverability on TikTok. So I think that's interesting for us. And then I I would also say platforms that are allowing for social commerce is where we want to be, right? I'm loving what YouTube's doing recently with shopability on videos, right? Ability to tag products and videos long overdue, um, product carousel for us under videos. We're seeing great impressions on that with minimal effort, great clicks. And then, um, you know, yeah, we're loving obviously what Instagram has done as well, like with the ability to monetize. But I think Instagram still has a, a bit to go there. That's that's important for us as creators um, beyond just being a brand is, you know, we want to look at it from the creator lens too, right? If we're going to put time into creating content, want to make sure that the platform is valuing that creation. We know the community does, right? So we're going to give them the value. But depending on which platforms value it the most, I think that that's where we'll put a lot of our attention. So YouTube's number one. Um, Instagram, I think, is kind of tied there with uh, with actually with like Pinterest is somewhere we're going to put a lot of attention against. And we've grown a following there, but we want to put more attention because they're opening up commerce options. They're driving a lot of traffic. And for us, that those are avenues we want to you know invest in. Absolutely. So what is on the horizon for next year? I mean, I know you just kind of said it, but you guys have some pretty cool stuff. I mean, obviously you're going to be launching new products. I'm assuming, is there going to be an incredible holiday sale? I feel like you guys always kind of gear up. But what's, yeah. what's on the horizon? Yeah. So right now we're about to kick off our holiday survival challenge, which is our free like 21 day holiday cardio challenge. Super fun. And just for me, it's a really important one to be able to give women a easy way to feel good through the holidays and be able to enjoy themselves and maintain some level of health while still like indulging a bit. Um, so that's exciting. And we're gearing up for big BFCM. Ryan can speak more to that. I always have to like, I'm like, what am I allowed to say? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, Black Friday is, yeah, it's a huge time for everyone, but we're pumped this year. We have a campaign, it's called Dream Deals. That'll kind of be, I think, the moniker for our Black Friday going forward. It's deals you can only dream of. So like we have some pretty crazy stuff and, you know, we do it a few different ways. We'll have like our site-wide sale, which is going to be big. It's always big. Um, but then for people that are on our SMS, which is our case text club, and then for people that are on our email, you get access to these dream deals. It's a different deal every single day. And um, yeah, they're, they're like insane. They're crazy. Like we just we went we went a little little wild having fun with putting these together. So we'll have that. Then shortly after we'll get in 2024, our we have our LSF 30 challenge, which is 30 days of uh, you know, an amazing challenge with Katie to really kick off the new year. And then, like you said, yeah, we'll be launching three new LSF Nutrition products in 2024, among a few other exciting collaborations, things like that. So we have a big year planned. Um, want to get back into in-person events as well. Our community has been like banging down the door. Like I think they're Hi. they're going to eventually just show up at the house That's if we don't good. put an event together. So yeah. <laughs> um, we we have uh, some some really great uh, events that are on the table. Um, some with some fun partners and then others just uh, we're looking to do standalone Love Savinus events because uh, we haven't done one in a while. So we're looking, to, oh. looking forward to get back into it. Well, I can't wait to attend one of those because you guys yeah. know I love a good event. Yes. So, I mean, incredible stuff. You guys will link everything in the show notes. Please go check out all of, you know, everything Love Savinus. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of Miss Congeniality. Katie, I've always been a fan of just any of your workouts and both of you together. But as we wrap up, I always ask all of my guests this one last question. And it really isn't just encompassing of the show and the podcast. And it is, what does influence mean to both of you? 
I think for me, it means a lot of responsibility. It's, you know, we look at influence in a way that's maybe a little bit, a little bit different, right? Like we don't, we don't refer to Katie or us as a brand as influencers. We're, you know, creators. We really take that responsibility of influencing through the things that we create seriously, especially when it comes to health and, and fitness, really important. So for us, it's a big responsibility to our community to give them the best products, the best experiences, and make sure that they can consistently trust us. I think for me, it's, it just comes down to that. A hundred percent. I mean, I completely agree with that. I think it's a responsibility, but to me, it also is just that connection. Like influence is just connection. Like how can we better connect with each other, with whoever we're trying to serve, who we're showing up for? That's the only way that any of this exists and is possible. So for me, it's a big responsibility to be able to connect with women in a meaningful way and serve them in whatever way that they need, that's going to help them feel good and make sure that they don't feel like they're going through this on their own. Wow. Beautiful. You guys, you guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Once again, we will have all everything linked in the show notes, but for right now, where can everyone find you? Yeah. So you can find us. LoveSweatFitness.com is our shop and our blog. Everything is there and truly like love sweat fitness everywhere. So Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. Love Sweat Fitness. Google it. You'll find all the things. So awesome. Well, Katie and Ryan, thank you guys so much for going under the influence with us. We love you. And I'm so excited for all the things to come. Thanks for having us. Thank you.